Hey there, Investivas and Divos. Should you buy Oracle on the TikTok partnership talks? Would TikTok make Oracle more attractive or was it already attractive but it wasn't getting enough attention? What exactly does Oracle even do and who are its competitors? Am I planning to buy Oracle stock shares? And if so, at what price? Today, I'm going to analyze the Oracle stock from five points of my signature Investiva Diamond Analysis or the IDDA, which analyzes any asset from five points, fundamentals, technicals, market sentiment, risk assessment, and overall how it can fit within your portfolio. This video is sponsored by Investiva's Make Your Money Work For You Power Course. So if you are interested in taking control of your financial future and to make your money work for you so you can sleep soundly at night, even if you are super busy with life and kids, and even if you're not a math whiz, then head over to learn.investiva.com forward slash yes and register your seat for my free masterclass today. We're going to queue in the intro and while we do that, head over to the comment section and drop your TikTok handle. I might follow you. We're going to keep the intro and let's go. Hey guys, I'm Kenna Danielle, a four-time and a newly best-selling author and the founder of the Investiva movement, the march to jump on to take control of your financial future and to make your money work for you. My mission is to help 1 million moms start investing on their own by the year 2025. So if you are a mom and or if you know of other moms who could benefit from taking control of their financial future, please spread the word and help us make this huge shift in this male-dominated field. The best place to start is learn.investiva.com forward slash yes. Oracle was among the companies I really wanted to work at when I was an electrical engineering student in Japan, and I even interviewed at their Tokyo office, but I didn't get the job, which turned out pretty well for me in the long run, but at the time, I was devastated. Oracle sells a wide range of enterprise IT solutions, including databases, middleware, applications, and hardware. Right now, the company is undergoing a mixed shift toward cloud-based subscription, but they've been losing market share to competitors like Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, and Google Cloud, which kind of explains why they went after TikTok and offered such a high bid to outbid Microsoft to put themselves back on the map by becoming TikTok's designated cloud infrastructure provider. In addition to that, this could also be looked at from a data perspective. Whoever has more data is the winner. Microsoft already owns LinkedIn, which goes more with its professional branding anyway. Facebook owns Instagram and WhatsApp, and they didn't even want to get in the TikTok deal battle thingy because that would have added to the problems they already have with privacy issues and the fact that they need to avoid becoming a monopoly in the social media sector or risk getting broken apart by the US government. Now, it's not immediately clear that Oracle would gain access to TikTok's gigantic database once this deal goes through, but it is something worth talking about. Moreover, given that Oracle was starting to look like a dinosaur in the tech field, hey baby, the association with Gen Z favorite TikTok would help them branch out 
in terms of branding. So being a huge TikTok addict myself, I'd be pretty happy to see this deal go through because it appears to be a win-win situation. It would allow Oracle to get TikTok as a major customer of Oracle Cloud. It'll give the US government a sense of ease that Oracle will be behind securing TikTok's US data. All the while, Oracle does not have to invest the cash required to own the business outright. Now, obviously, the TikTok story is still developing and there is still a lot more that needs to be discussed. But as of now, it looks like Oracle will be TikTok's partner in the US, which implies it is unlikely there will be a complete sale of US operations from TikTok's parent company ByteDance to Oracle. One interesting point is that Oracle actually has close ties to the Trump administration, so that could help the review process by the White House. Now, let's take a look at Oracle as is and talk some numbers. Oracle has a $186 billion market cap, standing well behind Microsoft's $1.5 trillion, Google's $1 trillion, and Amazon's $1.5 trillion in market cap. By owning Oracle stock shares, you'll be getting paid a 1.6% dividend yield on a quarterly basis, and their earnings won't be coming up until December 10th, so we don't have that volatility to worry about right now. Talking about volatility, the market sentiment for Oracle was pretty blah before the TikTok talk started, with the majority of investors maintaining their neutral position when it comes to its stock. But what's interesting is that even though Oracle was not getting much hype or attention at all, its stock price has actually been moving up pretty consistently since 2002. Even the 2008 market crash didn't impact its stock price by a lot, and the firm was able to bounce back up literally within six months, which is pretty impressive. After COVID pandemic crash in March 2020, Oracle was again able to erase its losses within six months and reach a new all-time high last week. Week. Now, of course, the gains haven't been as dramatic as some other tech stocks like NVIDIA that I covered last week, who, by the way, is planning to buy chip designer ARM from Japan's SoftBank for $40 billion in one of the industry's largest acquisitions ever. And by the way, my long-term strategy for NVIDIA has not changed, so if you're looking to add NVIDIA to your portfolio, make sure to check out my latest analysis on it. But now let's get back to Oracle and its price action analysis to identify key psychological levels and my recent price targets. One quick note is that on my YouTube channel, I tend to choose the hot topics that everyone is talking about and is hyped up by the media, but that doesn't mean that these are my most favorite assets to invest in. In fact, there are assets I own in my portfolio that I've never covered publicly simply because they're boring and people wouldn't search for them otherwise. As you can see, I'm being completely transparent with you. I do share my entire portfolio with our premium investing group or PIG members though, because those are the people who are fed up with the media hype and are looking for boring stuff that actually makes them money. So if you'd like to join the PIG, open up a new tab and go to learn.investing.com forward slash hello and apply. I'm adding the link to this in the description area as well. Now back to Oracle stock analysis. We're going to be talking technicals, baby. All right, looking at the chart, Oracle went public back in 1986 when I was two years old. So it has a very, very long history. It reached an all-time high in a spike 
during the dot-com bubble. Then it came crashing down, but it was able to survive actually. And this is when it started to slowly but surely growing and growing and growing and growing, breaking above the previous high of back in 2000s, in 2017. And then still it has been kind of going upwards. So if somebody had invested in Oracle back in 2002 when the stock price was only $8 and held it until today or even last month when its stock price hit $59, he or she would have seen a 680% increase in their portfolio. Of course, if he or she was incredibly patient. But if you're not that patient with Oracle, the good news about it has been that it's been kind of choppy and it's uptrend and it pulls back every once in a while when it reaches new all-time highs to provide new buying opportunities. This has happened multiple times in 2008, 2011, 2015, 2017, 2019, and now 2020. Right now, the new uptrend after the COVID-19 pandemic, based on historical price analysis, looks still ripe. And in my opinion, we could still see further gains before we see a pullback. Digging more into history to see how much it pulls back after reaching a resistance at new all-time highs. Uh, here, it reached back to 61% from match retracement level. This time around, it reached back to 50% from Nashi Trace Mobile. It bottomed out just to reach new all time highs, then touched the 61% from Nashi Trace Mobile again. Uh, bottomed out one more time, reached a new high, reached 50% uh, from Nashi Trace Mobile, actually touched 61% from Nashi Trace Mobile, then reached a new all time high in March just to go back down. Well, the COVID pandemic is not fair because it dipped and now it's been one two three four five six consecutive months of green candlesticks now this is something new the longest consecutive growth for oracle has been was in 2017 when it went up to four one two three four five six consecutive months, but even in between, it wasn't a consistent long candlestick. So this time around, it's been pretty solid, which is interesting. And it makes me wonder that we might actually be due for a little bit of a pullback here. But eventually, and especially depending on how the TikTok talks would go, we are probably looking for gains towards at least 64 in the medium term. And as you can see, the pullback may have already started. Now, of course, the TikTok talks are not helping. There's a lot of speculation going on. But if you think that partnering up with TikTok is actually going to help Oracle in the long run, and especially by bringing them brand, their brand name back on the map, and you'd like to add it to your portfolio, in my opinion, some of the price targets lie over here. 56. And of course, this one, 53, is a major, major, major level. Actually, anywhere between 56 and 53 
appears to be major because it's been acting as a support and a resistance multiple times in the past year. Another key psychological level that is acting as a support is 50. If I were to buy Oracle at any of these levels today or tomorrow or whenever it reaches it, I would hold on to this stock for at least a year and then make a decision uh, as to whether I want to sell it or keep it. It does pay a little bit of a dividend, so it helps. And it makes me feel at more ease holding it longer term. Because also you want to keep in mind that by holding your assets for over a year, you're going to pay less taxes. Again, there is no guarantee that any asset is going to behave exactly as it was before. But let's say that Oracle just continues its turtle-like slow and steady up move for the, in the next 20 years. And in that case, we're looking at 116 for its stock price. Now, of course, it is very possible that partnering up with TikTok could accelerate this gain. You guys, I can't stress enough that investing in the financial markets involves a risk of loss and you should only invest the money that you can afford to lose. And everything that I'm saying should not be considered as financial advice. You must know your risk tolerance so that you can decide whether or not you should be adding a specific asset to your portfolio and at what price and when you should be taking profit. It is all unique to you and your needs. Again, I explain all of this in my free training, the Make Your Money Work For You Masterclass. Just go to learn.investiva.com forward slash yes, register your seat to figure out your risk tolerance and figure out if Oracle is going to be the right assets for your portfolio. Thank you so much for joining. I publish two videos per week now. So if you don't wanna miss out on my next timely market update, make sure that when you subscribe to my channel, you click on that bell notification button so you get a notification when my next video pops out. Invest responsibly and remember that the only path to true wealth is by making your money work for you.